Hey guys, welcome to Lessons and Confessions podcast with Arelli and Dahlia. In this podcast, we talk about life lessons, confessions about our own life, spirituality, and daily struggles we all may face. Testing, testing. Testing, testing. Family episode. (laughs) Take one. Hey guys. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back, guys. So, lessons and confessions. Oh my god, I'm so excited about this episode. I know. I am so excited. I'm not gonna lie, I thought we were gonna need like a shot before it, but here we are. We have some lemonade. I'm proud of us. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so nervous to talk. Wait, is that your drink or mine? Oh, fuck. I just drank a Relly's drink. I'm so sorry. In my defense, my doctor I'm... kelp. <laughs> my diet doctor kelp. Please tell me you know where that's from. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. okay, we're clearing our throat. <clears> throat> All right. So okay. <laughs> that noise out of my throat. Okay, just start. Just start. Yeah. Okay, guys. So as you guys know, today's episode is about family and specific family dynamics. But we might get into some other shit. We never mm-hmm. know. Um, I'm just gonna point out that this is a very um I don't want to say difficult subject for me personally. I wouldn't say triggering either. Uh, no, I for me. Like for I, me. Okay. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like I've healed enough to be able to outspokenly talk about this stuff and there's some things I might not share just for number one I want to clarify because I know some of my family does hear this yeah I love my family and I highly respect them I'm just being real because everybody's family isn't perfect so we're just talking from what we've taken yes from this subject honestly yes and i feel like sometimes when it comes to like about family stuff i feel like it's kind of like things that aren't talked about yeah like we don't you don't openly tell people like yeah oh yeah i have this trauma with my family you know like because it's it's weird you know you you feel it's because family is a part of you you know, so you're like, if I talk shit about my family, I'm essentially, like, talking shit about myself. Or, and, it, yeah, so, anyway. But for, Dahlia went ahead and asked some questions on Instagram. Yes, so we, we are going to talk about that. Which I want to, number one, start with, as I was, like, reading the responses, I was realizing I'm like, damn, people really got vulnerable. And so mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you that you guys felt so comfortable to share those responses with us because, like... Yeah, like, I think that there were some things I'm like, wow, like, I don't really talk to these people on a day-to-day, but, like, it was something that they wanted to get off their chest and they were willing to share, so. And it made me, honestly, it made me feel better because, not in a bad way, but, like, kind of bonding over trauma, I'm just like, okay, it makes me feel better to know that my family is not the only one that's, like. Oh, yeah, no. You know? (laughs) No. Going fucking crazy. (laughs) But, like Dolly said, I don't mean any disrespect by this, um... We're just going to keep names anonymous, yeah. but you will hear maybe mom, dad, sister. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Will this maybe cause some, like, future weird Thanksgiving dinner? Maybe. Maybe. But <laughs> who cares? But you know what? It's, you know, I just, I'm, I'm willing to be open about it, you okay. know? So. Let's do it. All right. All right. So. Alrighty. So my first thing I want to say is. I want to kind of ask you a little bit. I know we're best friends and obviously, but like just to give a little backstory so maybe people can understand where we're coming from a little bit. Um, What is, or what is your family dynamic or like the timeline of it for okay. you? To make a very long story short. Okay. <laughs> um, I have two older sisters okay. that are close in age. And I have a younger brother that is close in age with me because he's 21 and I'm 25. My older sisters, I never even know their age. They're probably like 29, 30, 28. (laughs) She doesn't know their age, number one. Late 20s, (laughs) for sure. Um, Mom and dad, that separated when I was in, I want to say middle school maybe, when they officially separated, moved on separate ways. But they always had a rocky relationship. Like I never... I'm sorry, I hate to break it to y'all listening in my family, but <laughs> I never had a good example mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. a loving relationship. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, when I see some parents, like, kissing on each other, like, hugging on each other, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had that. So I never had an example of that. Mm-hmm. Is that a bad thing? Not necessarily, but I just never had that, so I don't know what it's like. 
Um, we did go on family trips growing up consistently. We take like a yearly trip. So I guess we were close in the sense where we like did things together, mm-hmm. but until we couldn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Once we were old enough to kind mm-hmm. of be like, we don't want to do it. We made sure that we just didn't, didn't do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. So I think the only reason that it kept us together is because we were young and we just kind of had to do what our parents told us to do. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Um, I might be missing something. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us don't live together. That's one thing I should bring up. My mom lives on her own. My brother lives away in college. Mm-hmm. My dad lives on... He's remarried, so mm-hmm. he has I was actually going to ask, like, so, like, that was your childhood. So, like, what is your family dynamic now? Now? I like, mean, like I said, we all live in separate places, so we're just mm-hmm. very disconnected from each other. Are your parents, like, amicable? Is that the correct way? I don't, I don't know. I don't think I can answer that because I'm not close to my parents either. So maybe they have a good relationship and I don't know about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which is sad. Like now you kind of get the dynamic. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. know. You if you were just... to, let's say, let's put it this way. If you were to ask me, what did your brother do yesterday? Mm-hmm. Or have you spoken to your brother in a week? I probably can't answer. I haven't. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know what he's up to. I don't know. And I cannot name any of his friends' names. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not close to my family at all. So, so you answered no other questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what about you? Alrighty. <clears throat> Let me take a sip of my lemonade for this one. And sorry that was very long and I was kind of all over the place, guys. Yeah, but nobody has really asked me that. So, you were like, I know. You were I was like, like, they separated, but now, like, <laughs> you were like, wait, um, hold on, timeline. Um, okay, so I am the youngest. I have an older sister. Me and her are 13 years apart. So we had a really huge age gap. Um, and I've always, she was always my older sister. She is my older sister, but I always like kind of looked at her as like a mom figure. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to say that my childhood was great. Both my parents were together me and my sister you know we would go on family trips I did have like my extended family and then we you know we would get together and then for a very long period I want to say my childhood was pretty amazing up until (laughs) it was pretty amazing in my head for a very long time and then when I was 20 my mom passed away and I think that that kind of made you know I feel like when somebody dies especially somebody very close to you it really just like rocks everyone and it also brings to light a lot of things that I think it brought to light the reality of what my childhood really was like and I think I was just too young to really see it for what it was it was just covered up I think my parents did a really great job of like being together and raising me and really like being parents to me however I feel like they both kind of like have their trauma and shit that they probably weren't facing or dealing with and so uh when you mentioned like you didn't grow up like kind of seeing them lovey-dovey I did see my parents like you know hug and kiss and say I love you but the dynamic of like what that marriage would I say was a healthy marriage no like Mm -hmm. now that I look back at it my dad was like always doing his own thing my mom was always doing her own thing And I always felt like I was stuck between, like, these two worlds. Like, my mom was super religious, and my dad was kind of, like, this hippie musician living his life. So, very two polar opposites, and I was just, like, in the middle of it. Like, I feel like your... Do you feel like your older sister, like, kind of kept you in loop with things? Like, kind of... Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think she... Like, she she, kept it real at times. She kept, uh... No, because there was a lot of things like like she I said, still trying to hide from you. Yeah, that I she didn't disclose to me. None of them, because I was the baby of the family, so I'm pretty sure like I wasn't told these things. And I feel for my sister because I feel like she really was much older, and she probably saw the reality of what it was and didn't want you to do. And that. yeah, she didn't. Yeah, she was there for me. You know, that is so similar to my situation. <sighs> for me, like something similar, guys. My parents would always fight. Like, always. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's everyone's reality in a lot of homes. Like, they mm-hmm. just... They see their parents fight. Whether it's verbally, physically, which is really sad. But you see it. And, you know, if you have older sisters, you're lucky enough to have them just kind of be parents to you. And kind mm-hmm. of take on that role that your parents can do. Mm-hmm. You know? But it sucks when you have older sisters that are kind of trying to escape that. 
Because mm-hmm. I was young, but I had older sisters that, like, went out, too. They did, like, their shit. Like, they drank when they were younger. Like, they just did bad shit. Yeah. But I think because of all the trauma, you know, mm-hmm. that they experienced. So I still remember stuff mm-hmm. that, like, I saw at home that I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, this traumatized me. Yeah. But I don't know if I can say the thing the same about my brother because he was even younger than me. Yeah, so you know? he probably like I mean like can I? Pinpoint? That's why like, we all had different experiences. That's yes. what's crazy to me. Yes, because I can't tell you or pinpoint like oh this is what happened that traumatized yeah. me. You know, like I really can't tell you. Like I had a good childhood. Like if but that's it's isn't it crazy that that's your perspective? But that's my but perspective. But if your sister, if you were to ask your but sister, then, she'd be like oh fuck no. no, no, like my sister struggled being a student in school. Like yeah. she didn't like my mom was like you know. <laughs> like she was just a first generation like my mom my mom wasn't like really like up to date with things you know like so my sister you know like now looking back at it I'm like well she probably wasn't a good student because she like was seeing all this stuff and like you know or like just so many different she reasons she kind of has to like parent your mom in a way yeah oh yeah yeah no and anyway after my mom I ended up realizing like you know holy shit like what was my life like this is not my life like and it was just a huge shock but you do you know, feel like can that. I ask you something mm-hmm. do you feel like when you lost your mom like you got way closer to your sister and oh, you started 100%. to understand why she was the way she was a hundred percent and that was like for many different factors number one we were already close yeah number two um my dad kind of he was healing in his own way i'm gonna say it like that because i've learned that he was healing in his own way and so he we got very distant and uh just so happens that my mom's death came with like a lot of like cutting ties with family mm-hmm. other extended family so i really was like isolated like i had lost a lot at the same time so yeah 100 percent. my sister is probably the only family i like communicate with wow. and have like she and she has her own little family she had my two nephews, my brother-in-law. But she has the most in common with, like, the way you view the fi- the family dynamic and who you choose to speak to and who you d- decide to just cut ties with in the family. Oh, yeah. So just to kind of, like, take a pause because I did we did say we're going to share, like, the responses. Not like who, but, you know. <laughs> um, but kind of just make, you know, to make you guys know that, you know, we're not the only ones going through this. And so... This is from people that yeah. said on... Yeah, so okay. people responded, are you close with your family? And 65% of them said yes. So that's actually... I know y'all bad. are lying. I'm just, <laughs> I know <laughs> y'all are lying. But there was a 35% that said no. And so, you know, now the second one was, have you ever had to cut ties to any blood relatives? 66% said yes. Wow. And 34% said no. Um, And then when we go into, do you feel like you grew up in a healthy family dynamic? The no was 85%. Period. So, I think it's one thing to be, like, (laughs) aware and then, like, another thing. This makes me feel better, bro. (laughs) But, like, going back to cutting ties, and I I think I put that question because it was just something very, like, okay. We both have cut ties with family members for sure yeah and it's not a easy thing to do but okay here's the thing this is my opinion on it mm-hmm. don't come at me mm-hmm. i feel like you should cut ties with people mm-hmm. and should be allowed to do so if you have your own personal experience mm-hmm. that made you want to do that mm-hmm. with that person you shouldn't do it because of someone else's experience with them. Mm-hmm. Have Agreed. it for yourself. Agree. If you feel like it's something that was completely awful, like something mm-hmm. that you can just not forgive, you know, and they did mm-hmm. it to someone you loved, I think it's responsible to sit them down and talk to them as an adult, you mm-hmm. know, because maybe they have an awful reason for it, for yeah. what they did. But I still am a strong believer that you should only do so and cut ties with people if you had your personal experience and it really made sense to you when my sister cut ties with like i said i'm not gonna say names certain (laughs) part of my family um you know i first at first i wasn't really open to that i really wanted to try and she never like she would you know she would she would say it she would say it and she'd be like well you know this but you know it's up to you if you want to do it and then later on like (laughs) later on I ended up realizing like no like 
this has to this but you wanted to find out for yourself yeah you didn't want her to be the reason that you kept ties with the person yeah no and but now it doesn't make you feel guilty and that's what i'm saying now no. that you look back you're like i'm glad i did that and i'm glad i realized for myself because i feel like if you would have done it because your sister mm-hmm. said so i feel like you would have been like but what if i didn't yeah but you know yeah a hundred percent i and then that's what makes me so sure of it that i made the right Good. choice and on that note I want to say that the whole cutting ties thing is interesting because I feel like a lot of people answered something that I feel like with like the general thing was you know for example doesn't have to be blood love and respect for each other is needed exactly so a lot of people said people you can depend on people in your circle that supply you with unconditional love a strong bond of individuals either blood related or close relationships you've made you know people that demonstrate they care and that bring joy to my life okay but like you're reading this and i'm like some people say this Mm -hmm. but don't follow through with it (laughs) and i'm not okay look i'm not calling anyone out no but i'm saying that i've seen it in my family before Mm -hmm. some people are so quick to be like oh i will like cut my friend off she's toxic blah blah blah. but when it's a family member just because it's a family member you feel like you can't do the same. You're like, oh, but she's your mom. Oh, but she's your, but he's your dad. Oh, she gave birth to you. You can't talk to her like, you can't mm-hmm. talk about her like that. Like, mm-hmm. why are you never going to speak to your mom? It's like, no matter who she is, I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. no matter who they are, who she is, who he is, like, you are allowed to do that. If they disrespected you and you feel like you can never forgive them, then mm-hmm. what's the problem, you know? And I hate when people use that excuse of, mm-hmm. but she's your mom, he's your dad but she's your sister but it's family yeah but it's family like who gives a fuck i think and i might get hate for this i might get a freaking text after this (laughs) well i think that if you're lucky enough to say that you've never had to cut ties with blood relatives it's because you've been lucky enough to at least have blood relatives that haven't done something so shitty that you've had to but people need to stop with that excuse no 100 percent. like i really feel like people need to shut up when they say things like that the reason i cut off like the family that i did Mm -hmm. was because i just again when my mom passed away i a lot of things came to light and i'm just gonna say this to anybody like you know death is a part of life and it's gonna happen to all of us at one point you know and it's just i'm very open about it but just to brace yourself shit tends to kind of hit the fan when somebody dies like and that's what I've learned whether it be about money secrets you know like all these things you didn't know about and people's true colors people's true colors a hundred percent yeah and so when my mom passed away I just was like baffled at the things that I was finding out so I was like no these aren't like things that I can just pretend that don't exist and so and then I just thought about like if I have future kids and I would I want them around these people do I want them to learn this behavior that has been passed down to me but does that make you like does it make you angry that your mom or your sister like ever hit that from you I know you were young so there's probably like oh no she's too young to understand but do you feel like you're still mad like you hold some resentment I, towards I had that? I had some resentment maybe some anger towards my my mom for being okay with it but then when I think I look back at it now I just know that she was just you know letting you have your own that and I think that maybe even she didn't even come to terms with like yeah. what it was and she didn't know what to do and you know like I feel like especially in like the hispanic community and stuff like that or any Mm -hmm. like culture that has like you know your elders at this high regard and it's like yeah i understand that they're elders and we have to have some respect and yeah like like i would never i don't agree with some things but with my parents but i would never disrespect them like i've learned to respect them even though i don't agree yeah but i guess like my question to you is we're so aware of this reality of our family and our dynamic and we're just like we've come to terms this is it Mm -hmm. what has had you heal and be able to just accept it what has helped you heal like how did you get to a point of 
like I'm sure it didn't come easy you're talking this is like we're talking about it after years of dealing with it and going through our shit about it but like how did you heal from it all or or healing from it I think I wouldn't say healed because I feel like I'm still healing and I have mm-hmm. older siblings that are still healing too mm-hmm. um I think what helped me and to make it like very just easy is I got myself out of the situation and I know it sounds so cliche like I just got myself out of that toxic situation but I really did my house was so toxic that the house in itself was just making me depressed Mm -hmm. you know things hold energy 100 I believe in that 100% that house was holding energy I decided to move the hell out Mm-hmm. I knew moving out wasn't going to be smart financially, but it was going to be so much better for my healing process and my mental health. Mm-hmm. Has it helped? 100%. Do I regret it? No. Has it made me broke? Yes. <laughs> but I don't regret it. Yeah. So I got myself out of this situation, and I know that's not everyone's um, situation, and mm-hmm. you really can get yourself out of the situation, but if that means, like, not being at home often, mm-hmm. who cares? Mm-hmm. Be at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. Go Not going to fr- that one family party. Yeah. Or, yeah. Don't force yourself to be in the situation just because it's family, just because it's home. Your house is not always home. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's not. Yeah. What about you, Dahlia? Because oh I know, I don't know if you're healed, you're uh, healing. No, definitely healing. Definitely healing. Okay. And like, and it's funny because. Good. Yeah. But I think one of the things that really helped me heal, especially like. I think I had, uh, I think with my mom was a little bit harder because, like, I didn't really have, I think, like, when I started realizing all these things, I wish that I, I could have been able to talk to her about it and, like, clarify things with her. So, to kind of have to find, like, that inner peace within myself to mm-hmm. heal that without her here was, I think, really hard for me. Wow. And so, I want to say that, yeah, like, I mean, I'm not just, a, like, a cutthroat like fuck you and maybe my family that I have cut off will look at me that way and but I'm not like I will put in the work if you're willing to put in the work with me um so if you do have the opportunity to work things out and kind of self-check yourself and be like am I coming from a place of ego or is this really good for my for myself is this you know like I would always try to mend something but there's some things that just are not mendable but do you think, feel like you're the peacemaker then? Um, no, I don't. I mean, I, I feel like I'm a little more open to work things out. Okay. Um, I think what did affect me though was that I got so used to having to cut off so many people at once that it just became like my go-to. So like even friends, you know, even friendships. And yeah. later on we'll talk about how this affects like <laughs> relationships and stuff like that. But like... I think with friendships or even relationships, like, I just, like, once I was done, I was done. And do you feel like... I'm going to ask you one more question. Do you feel like since... For you, you feel like it's easy to cut out family? Like, if they fucked up bad, like, you, you're you going to cut them off. Do you feel like it's made it even easier for to do it, like, with friends and relationships then? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I... For me, it's, like, people whose family are close and, like, sh- you know, share a lot of, like, get-togethers and like spend time together and like I'm not talking about like just birthdays because my family like we don't really we don't really spend too much time together Mm -hmm. I think we we do I will say we do try to like do our best to like meet up for like our birthdays and holidays like those are for sure like we don't miss those things um but like I wish that I would hang out with them a little bit more but that's not our dynamic that's not how it is and I've come to terms with that I try my best to be closer but I think with for example, I think the the way I've healed a lot, especially with my relationship with my dad, which I feel like after my mom, that was really rocky because I don't know what it was. It was just like resentment. It was just like, you know, maybe I needed a punching bag or whatever it was. But I think the way that I healed it with my dad and even with my mom was I realized like they're just human, just like I am. And, and I'm so jealous that you think that way. <laughs> no, I'm being honest because one thing about you that I really admire and I'm being I don't think I've ever told you is that I don't want to say it in this way but like I don't want to say like you give people the benefit of the doubt sometimes but I feel like you try to see things through their 
perspective. Even if they've done you dirty, even if it's family and you just, like, they're on this, like, cycle of just being, like, cycle of being, like, toxic, I feel like you try to understand why. Mm-hmm. And I cannot do that. And I hate that I can't do that. But I see you do it and I'm just like, oh, my God, you're so patient. You know, and I I think because, you know, I feel it's empathy. At the end of the day, like, I do realize that we're all just, like, we were all just brought into this world. And, like, my parents were, like, just like me. Like, just trying to freaking raise, like, I mean, I don't have kids. But, like, I can only imagine if I had kids. I'd be just, like, I would just be doing it, you know? Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, you know, and I have my own shit that I'm going through. And, like, unfortunately, like, I feel what the issue with my parents was is, like, they didn't work through that shit on their own so it was just all fucking projected onto us me and, and my for sister. me it's just for me it's the opposite i think i see my parents as like you've had so much life mm-hmm. to kind of figure shit out and make yourself a better person mm-hmm. or be a bad person and then make yourself a you know mm-hmm. like change yourself and i feel like so much wasted time that they just didn't do that and I think that's why I get mad because I'm in my 20s mm-hmm. and I already have like this different perspective where like I already don't want to be like that like that's an example of what I don't want to do mm-hmm. and I sometimes I'm like why couldn't they think that for themselves because mm-hmm. my parents have talked down about their parents mm-hmm. so I'm like why didn't that light bulb like switch for you too well on a very spiritual sense whether you know people want to believe this or uh-huh. not, she's gonna you, tell me some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know damn well I am. Um, we choose our parents. We choose this life that we're gonna live. We and I believe, Good girl, uh, we do. And I feel like if your parents didn't do it, it unfortunately is passed on to you, and you decide whether or not you want to heal those things or continue that cycle. It really is your responsibility to be like. You're right. Your parents could have maybe made different choices, but they didn't. And so here we are. And now you have a choice. And the only way to... The more and more that I, like, hated my parents for things or, like, got mad at them for things, the more that I realized that, like, I was doing those same things and myself as a person. And I'm like, whoa, like, my mom was just really out here just trying. Yeah. My and dad really was just out here just trying. And it sucks because, like, you constantly tell yourself, like, I would never be like my mom. But, but no the, matter how much you yeah. progress as a person, you're just like your parents. That, it just comes out. There's things I do that, till this day, I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm literally <laughs> my mom's twin. This is so fucking annoying. <laughs> because when you're grow, I mean, you, you spend so much time yeah. with them. You don't... Okay, when you think about your childhood, you cannot remember everything. No. You can probably remember small glimpses, like, memories and stuff like that. But you are not there for your day-to-day. Like, you're not there, like... And this is all getting stored in your, like, subconscious mind. And so little do you know that you are expressing yourself... And all those ways that you were taught to be loved, the way you show love, the way that you, like, interact with people. Oh, my God. And so you're over here just like, why am I acting like this? Or, like, why does this keep happening in me? Or why do I accept this behavior from this XYZ person? And it's because you were just conditioned and you saw it growing up on your everyday life. And little did you know that it was, like, affecting you. And for some people, it affected them in a very positive way. They had a really good way to, like, you know, growing up. And their family had a really nice dynamic. And, like, that's great and awesome. Uh, okay. One thing I will say, though, and this is something my sister made me put in perspective, and this is very recent, so just put into perspective how the healing process is still going on. I think she said something along the lines of, like, and yes, I'm just going to talk about my dad. That's, you know, I was kind of complaining about something and, like, frustrated and, like, upset, and all she said to me was, but that's who he is. You can't change him. There's nothing you can do to change him. You're, you can't be the one to change him. That's who he is. And that's that. So the sooner you come to that acceptance, from there, you know, and that along the lines, that's what she told me. And when she told me that, I was like, oh, fuck. 
so like, simple but so like yeah because like how many times do we get into relationships and try to change people <laughs> your face <laughs> like and the, the reality it's true, of it it's is so disappointing you're disappointing yourself when you're trying to like make your parents someone they're not yeah like they're and not you're like gonna that. continue to get disappointed because it's they're never going to reach your expectations now if they <laughs> i know ouch but like if they ever want to like change that has to be on them yeah it can't be on you and you can't put that weight on yourself to like force them or like you know like they are who they are and i think that has helped me as well and from there, if you want to put boundaries up and know how much you want to give of yourself, knowing how much you're going to be getting, then that's, then there's that. But if you constantly are just, like, expecting them to be different, it's not going to happen. Because that has... And it might. I'm not saying it's it might not. I'm just saying, you know, it has to be from them. I think I agree with that. I remember you told me that once and I was like dang I was trying to like view my whole life differently (laughs) I was like okay my parents are this way I can't change them but I can also like not stay mad at them because that's just the way they are Mm -hmm. why do I expect them to change from one day to the other it doesn't make sense I understand that part for me and like what gets me is just the fact that they're not willing Mm -hmm. not even willing to hear you out Mm -hmm. that's just my side of the story your parents might not be that way Mm -hmm just I don't know I think like in my family they're just like not willing to like hear each other out Mm -hmm. and I think it's because there's so much like lacking in their like self Mm -hmm. you know does that make sense yeah you can't come together as a family and like fix things and like set boundaries for each other if you haven't even figured yourself out Mm -hmm. you know your own trauma Mm -hmm. so I agree like I can't change how my dad is my mom is but it should be their responsibility to try to better themselves. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, it just sucks. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like that now I'm entering like this new chapter. It's so crazy. I'm literally just talking about this with my sister of like, I'm having to kind of reparent myself. Yeah. And like heal my inner child because I feel like whenever I had like issues with my dad and stuff like that, that was me just screaming, like, hey, I want my dad around. You know, mm-hmm. I want you to be this type of parent a you know and I want you to do this for me but it's like so it's like me like letting it out but like then coming to terms with like okay well my dad's just that's not who he is my dad does great things for me and he shows his love in many different ways and he just has a different love language than I personally would like you know but um and it's isn't that so weird that like our parent we know how our parents are and like their love language and like you know you might have parents that never say I love you to you and it's weird to even say that you get like a weird like mm-hmm. you cringe or like you never hug each other like it's just weird but yeah. you crave that so much and you're just like I wonder why I crave that if mm-hmm. I never really was like around that mm-hmm. that's that's where it gets me I'm like that doesn't make sense or people who don't like affection they don't yeah. like like hugs or cuddling or yeah. like saying like you know too much PDA and like yeah that's all like that has to be like learned for like, sure like because from a little like backstory on relationships and I'm gonna ask you this too mm-hmm. I feel like my love language is definitely like um gift gift giving mm-hmm. I love receiving gifts. I love giving gifts. Like, I don't care. You can call me, like, materialistic. Like, I love it. Mm -hmm. Like, I know if you get me something, it's because you thought about it, you thought of me, and, like, you got it for me, you know? You knew it was going to make me happy. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird because I feel like growing up, my parents didn't really give me much. Maybe Mm -hmm. I might be wrong. I didn't think about it. So I'm just like, okay, I know where I'm getting that from. Mm -hmm. I love giving because I didn't get it in return growing up. Yeah. And so, we're definitely going to have an episode on relationships because I think that this You're like, I have tries, a lot to oh, talk about. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. That's another story. But, like, I think that for sure, like, yeah, if you, if I pinpoint, like, how my parents were with me and, you know, like, you know, I, I, I do feel like acts of service for me mm-hmm. is something uh, that I, definitely a love language, words of affirmation. 
And you just like that reassurance of like, I love having you around. I love you. Like, uh, yeah, I need. I, yeah. Or you're telling your parents I, telling you they're proud. Yeah, like I need. I never. I'm a very much constant reassurance yeah. person. <laughs> like know. you know, and like I said, I'm not gonna share everything out of just respect. But yeah, like for me, it is important to like, especially after everything I've lost. That yeah. I'm like, you're yeah. in here for the long run. Yeah. Fuck. Are we gonna? No, we're not gonna cry. I'm gonna. <laughs> I know. But, lemonade, but fuck. Like this I is know. hard. This is like, uh, this is really some hard shit. Because I, I know, know you just so realized something right now. Yeah. That's why you're getting like all teary eyed. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I definitely feel like um. Just your relationship with your parents is just like it's uh, so difficult. Mm -hmm. And it's really, and I know it's sad for some people that, you know, for me, I think, like, um, there was this one when me and my sister first lost my mom. Oh, my God. There's actually a funny story to that. <laughs> <laughs> I have cry, to share. So tell me. No, I, I know. We're going to cry, so I'm going to tell you a funny story. So, my sister, I hope she is okay with me sharing this. I'm sure she is. Um, when my mom died, I want to say, like, a year or two. I'm not really quite sure on the time frame. But she was trying to join, like, a support group because she had just moved out to where she lives. I'm not going to say where. And um, <laughs> so we found, she found, like, these these group of women who were, like, willing to, like, share, like, it was either, like, your mom died or, like, you're, you had an absent mother, something like that. Or your mom, like, abandoned you. And there was just, like, this lady. Everything was going well up until this one lady who just came. And, like, all she was doing was shit-talking her mom. <laughs> While my my sister and this other girl and me were talking about how we lost her mom, <laughs> she she made it seem like <laughs> like her mom like I this legitly happened. We were out in a coffee shop, and my and you know like when there's like an awkward situation, you just kind of have to play along. Yeah. But you knew like we knew this bitch was fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> like fuck my mom. You're like I literally just lost. Like my I mom. just lost my mom, and you're and she literally was just like. So my sister asked just like, when did you lose your mom? She straight up went, oh no, I didn't lose her. I just can't stand her. <laughs> You just cried in the corner. Like, I miss my mother. And I'm just there. And, like, we're totally the other, like, woman. <laughs> like, we're totally reading the room. And we're just, like, uh... Wrong intervention. Wrong like, intervention. So, my sisters tried speaking oh during God. that home, like, thing. And then the other lady started speaking. And when it got so to her, funny. it was just, like, a horrible story of her mom. And, like, I just thought it was funny because, like... <laughs> like I just, I just... It just came back to me and I... <laughs> Oh my god. That is so awkward. Yeah, it is. But you know, like that was just her way of like you know, I you know, and it's I know we're making like kind of fun of her, but like, you know, oh damn, like for someone to go to a she support didn't read group the room. to just air out and vent about your mom, <laughs> I'm like, bro, like please go to therapy. <laughs> like please go to therapy. <laughs> She probably thought it was that was her therapy. Yeah, she's like, yeah. No, she kept going. She kept going. I think my she sister still had, went after. She's dude. We were there for so long. I think my sister had to like find like an excuse to cut it off or something like that. Oh my god. So, but like, I can only imagine like people like hate their parents, and yeah. this like went like goes down to like how we treat like our significant other, how we treat our kids, and that's something I'm like I really don't want to fucking ruin my future kids you yeah. know like I really want to heal these things that are like really hard to talk about and uh yeah so anyway yeah that was just something that I just remembered that is so fun you've never told me that Alrighty. so moving on from that just a little side note um so another question we asked was do you feel like you can genuinely be your authentic self around your family? And 62% said yes, and 38% said no. So, do you feel like you can be yourself around your family? My answer was no when I first clicked on the poll. But now that I think about it, like, I see why a lot of people said yes, because if I'm at a family party, I'm going to be, like, my silly self. Like, I'm mm -hmm. not going to have, like, this, like... I need to stand proper and, like, mm -hmm. not make certain jokes. Mm -hmm. Like, I know me and my sister would be dying laughing, like, making, like, inappropriate jokes. <laughs> so, I feel like I could be myself in that sense. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I wouldn't be able to... 
allow them to get to know me the way like that friends know me mm-hmm. like my friends know me on a deep level I feel like my family just knows me like surface level like oh it's Arelli mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. she's just like dorky mm-hmm. that's it does that make sense that does make sense cause I mean I think like can I say that I like share everything with my family exactly. no maybe yeah. not but I will say and if you've ever been around me like me and my me and my family totally surpassed the TMI like we, oh, yeah. we've surpassed the TMI and we've always just been very open books when it comes to like that. Like, I guess like my relationship with my dad is very odd. Like for instance, I can talk about my dad and like my drug use with him, you know, and you know, he, and I'm not, I'm not like an addict or anything guys. Like I'm talking <laughs> about like acid and like mushrooms and stuff like that because he's very like open to that stuff. But like I talked to him about my trips and like you know and like what I've experienced and like that's like our way of bonding I've even like smoked with my dad so like I do feel like I can be my authentic self now there's people I'm not gonna say anything but there's people that I know that their parents would have no freaking clue yep. that they smoke or their parents do and they just like never like they don't want to come to terms with it like no it's not true it's not true it's never happened they like pretend like it doesn't exist that's funny to me because those are the people that like i'm the closest to my family they think they're close but like they don't know shit (laughs) they don't know we were like taking a shot off of fucking women's boobs like (laughs) this weekend like yeah like when my family gets together like they know that i have like my ass out at fucking raves and stuff okay see that's the thing i don't think my dad knows like that Mm -hmm. level like yeah Mm -hmm. too much but i feel like my mom definitely when it comes to like sex and like drugs and stuff like she knows honestly like everything mm-hmm. like i can literally tell her like oh yeah i did something crazy last night she'd be like okay <laughs> you know yeah so i think in that aspect like i guess i'm comfortable mm-hmm. but i think more like mental state yeah and emotional. like emotional like yeah. no yeah like, they don't that's know what, that's what's crazy Shit. <laughs> like that's what's crazy like i can tell my dad that i did shrooms I can't okay. tell my dad that I was facing some trauma that, like, we oh, were yeah. going through with him. For sure. During that trip, like. For sure. <laughs> so, like, there's where, like, That's that so dynamic weird. between us is, like, yeah, we're close, but we're not close. Like, no, it's same. so strange. I'm, like, I was out at a party, you know, <laughs> kissing, like, 20 guys because I had trauma I was healing from my childhood. <laughs> like, I cannot tell them that second half. <laughs> It's hard for me to get. By the way, I never kissed twenty guys at a party. That's crazy. Damn, I was gonna be like, damn. No, yeah, no, that's crazy. That's literally (laughs) how the freaking COVID started. No, no. Um, yeah. So, oh my god, that's funny. But alrighty. So the next question, final question, actually, was: Has the relationship with your parents ever affected your romantic relationship? Yes, 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 yes. And. 82% 82% said yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Obviously. Like, 100%. And I didn't, and I, you know what? I didn't realize that until I was like much older. Like how I was with men and everything. And you know, we're going to have our, our next episode will be about relationships. We're going to talk a lot about it and our personal experiences because. I can tell you, like, I, I can read the room and I can tell when a guy has had mommy issues <laughs> simply by the way they talk to a woman. Well, let me just tell you one thing. Those are the worst. And Oh, my God. <laughs> but we're going to get into it because mm-hmm. I have proof of this. <laughs> <laughs> I will bring a collection of things of why I believe this is true. So... I mean, next time we'll get into, like, the nitty-gritty on, like, why, how it's affected us. Mm -hmm. But, like, why do you, just to answer that, like, why do you feel it affects people? Um, I think, long story short, I think some parents baby their kids or treat them a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it kind of makes the kids grow up a certain way or, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but the way they were raised really affects the way they treat either a man a woman like you know i don't know how to explain it but i just feel like for instance like your parents if you had parents that were super strict with you you just kind of go crazy you start Mm -hmm. being rebellious you know Mm -hmm. so i feel like you start getting to like a habit of like treating women with like disrespect or like you do whatever the fuck you want because you were always so caged you know Mm mm-hmm so, I don't know. That's how I feel. I feel like the way your parents 
raised you has a lot to do with the way you treat others especially like a person you're in a relationship with for sure I don't think that made any sense but that's just like something I got off of like I think for me personally I feel like my parents to me were great in ways in a lot of ways Uh, but like to each other and then seeing their dynamic as a like a romantic relationship I think I really took that in and I didn't know it so as I viewed I thought that their marriage was normal and that's how all marriages should be that's how two people love each other that's how two people show that they love each other now the ways that they express that and went through their marriage and stuff 100% 100% I don't now like, now that I know it's not healthy not what I would want in a relationship but that's what I thought for a very long time so I think it's what you view okay delete what I last said because <laughs> this is my no okay okay so so what was it for you for me is I saw my parents not love each other at all like hate each other as human beings so now when I have someone love me I love bomb Oof. Like, I just realized that I'm like, yes, I love bomb. I love hard. Because yeah. I feel like I never saw that. So when mm-hmm. I have someone give it to me, I'm just like, I want more. And I want everything. Mm-hmm. All at once. So that's my thing. For sure. Dang. 100%. Fuck. <laughs> Sip. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah, I mean, and, like, I can't blame them because, you know, like, then I think about, like, how old were they when they got together and everything, and then I'm like, okay, and what, how old was I? Who was I with at that time in my life? Like, oh, okay, I can totally see how they ended up in that. And it was a complete different time. Like, I think now people are so traumatized from, like... People are, like, not together for very long. No. Like, I feel like the moment something goes, like, one fight will literally, like, be the breakup yeah i'm like damn y'all don't want to work through this there's like like, extreme commitment issues Mm -hmm. and i (laughs) extreme commitment issues 100 percent. and i mean like this can go so many different ways like even you can even have like there they say like for instance like i think a lot of people can and um, unfortunately i feel like a lot of people use this word or like to describe people so loosely but like narcissism Mm -hmm. and I want to say that maybe, I mean, we're all narcissistic in some way. Yeah. I feel like people have tendencies. And then there's people that are actually narcissists. And, like, honestly, please go read, like, what a narcissist is. Don't just call anybody a narcissist because, like, this is an actual, like, diagnosis. And it takes a really long time. But there are people that are like that. And, you know, narcissistic parents actually, there's two things that can happen to their, like, children the children either becomes to one side of the spectrum where they become a narcissist themselves or on the other side of the spectrum where they will totally accept that behavior from another person and so like yeah so there's always two sides you never know what you're gonna get and so I feel like that goes with like a lot of ways you know like that's why um, I'm just gonna be real a lot of people answer these questions so I really don't want people to think that I'm like taking them personally but a lot of people answer these questions and a lot of these people are siblings and they did not have the same answers one of my friends that answered that said the same thing to me she's like this is my opinion but my sister thinks differently yeah because you you're your own person you're processing it in a very different way just like you said your your sisters were much older so you know Mm -hmm. Of course, they maybe view it differently. Yeah. Because they think I'm, like, the freaking black sheep. They're like, oh, she's a fucking bitch. She doesn't forgive anyone, not even her parents. I'm like, and? But to them, <laughs> it's like, it's like it's my parents, you know? Yeah. So I'm telling you, everyone is different. So if it Did makes you... Did you always know you were the black sheep of the family? Honestly, not until you told me. Oh, shit. Dolly told me I was a black sheep from the family. I was like, oh. Only because what? my sister was considered the black sheep of the family. Not even that, but I think... Dahlia has gotten to know my family has never I'm not saying she has she's ever talked down on them or I've ever like you know said anything crazy to her about just to them. clarify I, I come to my own terms and just people about my own perspective thank you yes <laughs> disclaimer but <laughs> I think that she's seen enough for her to have her own judgment you know 
Mm-hmm. And I think when I was venting to her, she came to terms with like, I think you're the black sheep of the family because I see you think a certain way and I understand why you do. So that like clarified things for me. And I, I just want to like, take, yes. I just want to take away the, the connotation of that the black sheep has because I feel like I don't think it's a bad thing. It's not. My sister is completely the black sheep of the family. And you know what? I thank her for that. Because she really was like, you know what? Fuck all this shit. I'm not gonna have my kids deal with this shit. I'm gonna fucking move. (laughs) I'm gonna literally separate myself. And people think, and like, I'm not trying to wear it as a badge of honor of like, oh, I had to cut family and I started on my own. Like, that shit's fucking hard. It's having to do that i don't wish it upon anybody it fucking sucks yeah but But my parents think i'm just like living my life because i moved i'm like no but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do Mm -hmm. and i think that she made the right choice and i think that i will applaud her for being the black sheep yeah this whole time thanks for saying that (laughs) yeah because i say that and i feel like people just think like oh she's. i think a lot of the times the black sheep calls out the shit that nobody wants to admit to oh she said it (laughs) <laughs> but okay let's stop because i feel like we're going on like a huge yeah i'm getting like, a little too deep hold too on deep, yeah, i don't deserve on. this much anyway but you know but the- next week or in a few days who knows when we're gonna film again I know, who knows but- um we're definitely gonna talk about relationships and how family dynamics really affected relationships yeah. or are affecting relationships currently yeah like whether that be friendships, friendships. but definitely romantic relationships like oof, and this is something i was kind of like holding off on talking about but you yeah. know what it is what it is and uh that'll be like another another day but this was thank you know thank you for giving me a safe place to open up about this girl you are stuck with me <laughs> you are stuck with me forever likewise likewise but for life yeah and then i i think i think it's important to be real especially with the people that you're able to be vulnerable with and i think you should be able to have your person whether it's a friend relationship partner whatever i think you should be able to talk about these things with someone even if it makes you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and if you feel bad that you can't talk about it with your own family who cares honestly open up to your friends like open up to whoever like i said that you feel close to and comfortable with because you'll be surprised to know yeah that you're not the only one going through yeah it. if not someone has fucking worse you're like yeah, okay like you're I like oh better. shit let like, me humble myself <laughs> anyway guys i can't wait for the next episode this was awesome thank like you for falling asleep I'm like, i know i'm like here we go trying to like make our our hobbies a dream come true <laughs> <laughs> but Hope to see you guys again. Let us know what you guys think. And thank you for joining us. See you next time. Thank you.